Rusty Quill presents. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome back to Cersei Confidential, part two. It is now June 18th. So it's a few months since I did the first Cersei Confidential. Um, we have agreed on a release date now for the show. It's going to be coming out in November, early November. And the plan is to have all 10 episodes run week by week, not with the two weeks in between, but week by week. Um, and as these Cersei Confidentials are released, they're, they should be around the same time the episodes are released. Um, so you're already know the schedule for that. And at this point... I'm working with my sound engineers, which are the uh, which are the two talented guys from the Hail and Well Met podcast, uh, Taryn Merlo and Mike Nye. And uh, as of this point, we're just about putting the finishing touches on the first prologue episode as of June 18th right now. I just finished recording the end credits for that, and now they just need to put that on there, and that episode will be all ready to go. We can move on to the second episode of the season. And I wanted to start off this Cersei Confidential by talking a little bit about the voice actor who plays Thyra. Her name is Arden Rachel, and she's more of a friend of a friend as opposed to a close friend. 
of mine, um, like is the case with uh, my voice actors for Ostium, with Jake and Monica, which is Chris Fletcher and Georgia McKenzie. Those were close friends of mine that I've known for many years. And with Arden, um, I've known her through a good friend of another bookstore I used to work at, Copperfields. I got to know her through her partner, um, working at the bookstore and getting to know her well, and then meeting Arden a few times. And so when the idea for Cersei started to develop into a full show, and I realized I would need a new lead, a good strong lead to, to voice the part of the main character, I didn't know then that her name was Thyra, I was still working that stuff out. Um, I knew I needed a good, strong person who was good at acting. And with Arden, she actually has a bit of a background in stage acting and even singing too, and in recording. So I knew I'd heard her voice before. Uh, I'd heard some work she'd done that I had an idea of what she could do. But it really wasn't until I sent her the scripts and actually got recordings back that I actually discovered how very talented she is. I knew she was good for the job and she would do a great job. But when I actually heard her takes, um, they really did blow me away. Um, we saw a little bit of that in the end of season four of Ostium when she plays her character, the crone there, um, and how she was saying those lines, um, those really creepy, creepy lines. Um, even when I hadn't added all the, uh, effects onto the voice and the echo and things and distortion and things like that she still did an incredible job of just manipulating those plain lines that i gave her and turning them into this living creepy terrifying creature so i knew i'd found the right person for the part with her in varden <clears throat> and then once i actually got her takes on the um, recordings and then putting it in with the music and the sound effects and everything, it was really just blowing me away. I can remember when I heard the first early cut, basically, of the prologue episode, when most of the stuff was in there, it just hadn't been completely uh, mixed yet. And I was working out at the gym and had my timer set doing uh, an hour on the uh, elliptical and listening to that prologue episode and then just being completely caught up in it, in Arden's acting and portrayal and completely caught up in the story because I've been doing other Ostium stuff and had kind of, you know, forgotten a little bit about Cersei. I mean, I hadn't read any of the scripts recently. She really stole the show and grabbed me right from the beginning in that portrayal. And I was totally caught up in it and didn't even realize by the end that I'd finished my workout because I was so caught up in that episode. So I'm really happy in who I found and chosen for this part. And I feel like she's going to do a really good job of playing Thyra for a long time as her character develops and she meets new people, eventually her love, and we get to follow along with her. Now, with writing for Cersei, it is, again, much like I do with Ostium, where I plot some stuff out, but not a lot. I think up ideas as I'm working during the day, I'm a mail carrier during the day, so I get a chance to basically just work delivering mail and stuff and listen to podcasts and audiobooks at the same time. And then in the back of my head, I'm usually writing in some way. I'm plotting, I'm constructing, I'm coming up with ideas. And this is how I do a lot of stuff for Ostium. And it's how I've done work for Cersei too, where I was starting with characters and having a vague idea that I knew wanted it to be a fantasy. And I knew I wanted it to be on an alien world, but I also wanted it to be something very different and new, fresh. So it's been very much a process of writing with discovery in following the characters 
and seeing where they would take me and where the story would lead. I've done this a lot with Ostium. It's come out very well, I think. Um, I've always trusted in my characters, and the writing has always come easy. So I wanted to apply the same process with Cersei in a fantasy setting. What did change in by doing this is I thought I had most of the first season plotted out. I was only going to do 10 episodes uh, with a prologue episode and an epilogue episode, which then left. And those two are kind of set up episodes. Episode one is kind of a world building one. So then you've got even less episodes to actually do an ongoing plot with. And I knew I wanted the first few episodes to kind of get a footing on the show and get a feel for what the characters were doing and what the world was like to kind of introduce their listeners to it. And then I knew towards the back end, I would have some almost like mini series within the season, maybe two or three episodes telling a little story and then moving on to the next one and telling a little story as Thyra herself is recording all these little stories and therefore getting her power back from it. So originally I had planned to have a murder mystery story towards the end of the season and then lead into the finale. But as I was writing the characters and following their story along that they were telling me, that plot idea kept getting pushed back an episode and then another episode. And eventually I realized it wasn't going to happen in this season. I've mentioned also about um, Thyra's love, Pragma. This is someone we'll meet in the future and... Again, it's been in the back of my head that she might show up at the end of season one, possibly, or in season two. With the way it's looking now, it's being pushed further and further back. So now we might see her at the end of season two, if not season three. And with writing, you really need to stick with what the characters are trying to tell you with their story. You can force them to do things. But that can lead you down dangerous paths where things won't go according to plan. Um, things can go off the rails, so to speak. You can force the character to do what they shouldn't do or what they shouldn't be able to do. Uh, it can just be a dangerous thing that can just unravel the story and throw it off the rails, basically. So I've always trusted in following the characters and even here following it episode by episode and seeing where it took me and having ideas for future episodes but if they didn't happen in this season, then they could get pushed off to later seasons. Uh, I think when I started Cersei, I had in the back of my mind, it might only be maybe a three season show. And then it would link up to kind of the events with Ostium because I know how the uh, Cersei ends. Much like with Ostium, I have the final episode in mind whenever I get to it. With Cersei, I also know how that final episode gets to being and then links up with Ostium accordingly. So I had that idea then of just... Cersei possibly only being a few seasons long, but I also trusted in the characters and let them push the story along, and it's growing to a bigger and bigger show, and now I think it might be at least five seasons, if not more, but I'm just going to stick with it and see where it leads me to. And the good thing about that is I have a lot of fun writing more and more seasons of a show I'm becoming more and more attached to, and you lovely listeners get to enjoy a longer podcast that way. So we'll see how this goes. And we'll see you next time for the next Cersei Confidential. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, 
all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 